This is the Dallas Morning News. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. It's Wednesday, November 22nd. It will be sunny and cool again today with a high of 60. Tonight will be clear with a low of 39. Here are today's headlines. A personal injury lawsuit filed more than three years ago by a woman accusing Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones of sexual assault is scheduled to go to a jury trial in March, according to recently filed court documents. The lawsuit was initially filed in Dallas County in 2020 and dismissed in February 2022, but a state appellate court reversed that decision this past February and allowed the case to continue. Jones's legal team made a final appeal to dismiss the case, but the Supreme Court of Texas ruled in September that it should continue. This lawsuit stems from an alleged incident on September 16, 2018, where the plaintiff, identified in court documents by her initials J.G., says Jones kissed her on the mouth and forcibly grabbed her without consent. Jones, the Dallas Cowboys Football Club, and National Football League are listed as defendants in the latest filings in the case. Next up, on Tuesday, U.S. Senator John Cornyn bucked the trend of top Texas Republicans who are condemning 21 GOP state representatives who joined Democrats in killing a school funding bill's voucher-like proposal late last week. Cornyn said he supports school choice personally, but the state's senior U.S. senator lamented intra-party bickering might erode the Texas GOP's majority in the legislature. Late Monday, Governor Greg Abbott pointedly excluded the 21 from a list of GOP state representatives he endorsed for re-election. On Friday, the Texas House stripped education savings accounts, which would use public funds to help families pay for private school, from an extensive school funding bill that also provided teacher pay raises and financial boosts to public campuses. After the 84-63 vote, the House sent the bill back to committee, a seeming death knell for the voucher-like plan in the year's fourth special session. Within hours of the chamber's action, U.S. Senator Ted Cruz and Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick took to social media to blast the 21 GOP state representatives who voted for College Station Republican Representative John Rainey's amendment rejecting ESAs. On Tuesday, Patrick criticized House Speaker Dade Phelan for abstaining from the vote on Rainey's amendment. Although Texas House Speakers rarely cast votes, Patrick said in a statement it was cowardly for Phelan to abstain. Cornyn defended using taxpayer money for private school tuition, saying federal Pell Grants allow recipients' choice of where to use the money. And Dallas is trying to solve its affordable housing problem, and officials have repeatedly said they need 20,000 homes to close the gap. But an audit shows the true scope of the housing shortfall is unknown, because city officials don't track how many houses Dallas has at any given time. 
City Auditor Mark Swan said they need to know those numbers to have a clear understanding of what has to be done to fully address the shortage. Without that, city officials cannot know how many homes Dallas needs. Dallas officials adopted a citywide housing strategy in 2018 to address an estimated affordable housing shortage of 20,000 homes. But five years later, amid continued population growth, city housing officials were still saying Dallas needed around 20,000 homes to fill the gap. Census data showed the North Texas metro area population grew by more than 170,000 people just from 2021 to 2022. The cost of buying a home has sharply increased, a pressure that falls hardest on the city's low-income residents. Data shows homeowners of color have also felt the price crunch. A separate report presented to the city council on Tuesday found the number of black homeowners fell from 2016 to 2021, mostly in southern Dallas. Housing advocates say the supply of both single-family and multifamily housing has not kept up with demand. Thanks for listening. For the latest breaking news and more on today's stories, visit DallasNews.com. I'm Steve White. Enjoy the rest of your day. Have a happy Thanksgiving, and I'll see you back here Monday. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more and they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.